0: Today, I'm sharing something very powerful with you. Yes, very powerful with you. And I believe you're going to make live with the word of God, act the word of God, walk in the word of God. First thing I want to say is, do you pay attention to your spiritual growth? It's something so many Christians don't know they're supposed to be doing. So many Christians don't know they're supposed to be paying attention to their spiritual growth. Are you paying attention to your spiritual growth? And what are the parameters? What are the things you use to know whether you're growing or not? It's not enough to preach, even though it is very important. It is not enough to sing, even though it is also very important. It is not enough. It is not enough to serve in the house of God, even though it's very important. In fact, your spiritual growth will put you on a platform to be able to do better. What 20 little children will struggle to carry, a grown man will do it with ease. You will just need one. So sometimes the catch is not the efforts that we put into it. If we are growing, we will do more. So it's not about packing everybody to go in the streets to preach. God's people must grow in the word of God. Now, how do you know you're growing? One of the ways you know you're growing is how much, like I've said before in one of the services, how much vent the word of God has in you and through you. Sometimes I I purposely, you know, live out some of the things that are my personal, you know, life missions and things I do in my life, sometimes when I'm working with some of the people who work in church, I intentionally make certain statements so that they learn from the things I say so that they know. Let me give you an example. One time, there, was, there were quite a number of things to do, to do in church, and the, the programs and the meetings were back-to-back and very f- financially consuming. So right after one of the programs... We were supposed to make certain payments. So, aside the payments, I also wanted to make a certain giving. So, the first thing that came to my mind, if you are a spiritually inclined man, well, the first thing that will come to your mind is make the giving, all right? And put the payment you're supposed to make on hold. And make the giving. So, since Chelsea keeps my money, I thought, okay, Chelsea, this is what we're gonna do going to make this payment. Once I put down the phone, the word of God had to change the thing I wanted to do. Because the word of God says, I should not owe anybody. How am I thinking of making a giving when I'm owing somebody? Are you getting it? Immediately, I went back. No matter what I wanted to do, no matter the giving I wanted to make, in fact, I had even spoken that I'm coming to make the giving. I had to call her. I said, pay this person. I said, I told Chelsea, I said, quickly pay this person. Where's the giving? We pay this person first. So you see, day in, day out, we, we, we get the opportunity to act the word because that was a test of my spiritual growth. Somebody else would have wanted to make the giving first. But if you know the word of God, so the, check yourself at the beginning of the year, right? Your Christianity. At the end of the year, I've been able to check what are the things that the word of God has been able to successfully alter in my life. That's how you know you're growing. What are some of the things that the word of God has been able to successfully alter in my life? Successfully. So you pay attention to the word of God. I've been talking about spiritual training because God seeks to train you. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. I told you what doctrine is. Doctrine is teaching. What you believe. You cannot believe anything outside the word of God. It's not, it's not permitted in Christianity. We are not in a democracy. We believe in baptism. We believe in communion. We don't say that I, I have my own. That God understands. He doesn't understand. I don't take communion. I, God understands. You, God does not I told you before, I said, don't think you have any special relationship outside the word of God, with God. You, know? you don't have any special relationship with God outside the word of God. So I have a special relationship with God. God understands. I cannot go to church. God understands. Come on, wake up from your slumber. You don't have any such special relationship with God outside His word. He is not aware of the special relationship. <laughs> so it's profitable for doctrine, and he says, "For reproof, for correction. There is a place for correction. We don't do what we like. There's a place for correction. There are times God will rebuke you. And it's a sign that he loves you. And this thing I'm saying right now is is very important, especially that we live in a world where when you correct something, it is equal to hate. Once you correct something, they say it is hate. It is hate speech. It is hate. But you're correcting it. You're supposed to be correcting it. I told you before, I said, you don't need prophecy to know the destiny of a car without brakes. Correction. Profitable for reproof, for correction. Then he says, for instruction in righteousness. 2 Timothy, write Chapter 3, verse 16. For instruction in righteousness. That means the righteous, the righteous life, there is an instruction in it. There's how, you know, the, 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 the NIV says for training in righteousness. So there's training in righteousness. Like, for example, you know, the word of God will give you the document of knowledge. The Holy Spirit will give you the experience of knowledge. So through the word of God, you begin to learn what God has said. You can cram it, you can put it in your head. For God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Now, the, the reason why I can quote this so easily is because I used to quote it when I was a little boy, it was one of the, you know, speech and prize giving day. I had to, you know, that's why when you have little um, siblings or you, you, you have, when you have kids, make sure they do these things because God is going to use it one day. So I remember I'll I quote this one and I knew it so well. God is not a man that he should lie. None of the son of man that he should repent. Now that's the document of knowledge. The word of God can you can see that in the word of God. God is not a man that he should lie. None of the son of man that he should repent. It becomes a document of knowledge. Now, this one thing that you've just quoted can take 10 years for the Holy Spirit to take you through the experience of it. Just that one thing. You will now go into situations where you will know whether there is a lie or not. (laughs) So, by the time you put these two together, your faith is unshaking. Because you know what has been written and you know what you have experienced. So that common ground of what has been said in the word of God and what um, you have experienced, that common ground is where you're supposed to be standing. Training in righteousness. The Holy Spirit trains you in righteousness. Just as your parents trained you in humanity. They told you the girls don't do this. Guys don't do this. Guys don't wear this. Girls don't wear that. Girls don't walk like this. When you go, I heard when you go to Wesley Girls, there's training in walking. We heard so many myths about that school. I told them they let them sit in bucket. Anybody who went to Wesley Girls, they let me know if it's true. They sit in bucket? Right? That's sight. So sight sits in a bucket. What for? So that's training, in, and, and, and you could see that it was showing when the Wesley girls' people came home. Their walking was different. The way they even approached things was different. I know the likes of Holy Child don't, don't like this message I'm preaching. Because they think, no, 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 sir. We also were really trained in righteousness. But they were, they were trained. Holy Child people were trained honestly in beauty. I don't know if they were giving special creams in that school. I don't know. That's just by the way. So, training. There's a training that God will give you. See, So, it takes time to know God. That's what I always tell you. It takes time to know God. So, start early. Because there will be a training. God is love, right? Love one another as God has loved you. That one is an experience of knowledge that you can come in one day. And know and quote and tell anybody and preach it. But when God now, uh, through the Holy Ghost, is not going to train you in love one another, you will see very terrible things. People are going to step on your leg and you are supposed to get angry and love one another has to now come. (laughs) People are going to hurt you and love one another will have to come. And God will permit you to be hurt. I was telling you, I said, one of the things that the Holy Spirit will train you in is in authority, is in spiritual authority. He's going to train you in spiritual authority. It's one thing that you cannot progress in God without understanding. God is so big on authority issues. And let me tell you something. You know, what I'm teaching you right now is going to help you because the scriptures are the only, you know, lenses that God has given us to be able to tell. You know, as a a child of God, you have to learn to read between the lines because the things that are hidden are for God. So you can never find God on surface. You has to learn to read between the lines. There are things that might look, in terms of human rights and human wisdom, that might look like, this does not make sense. And you can easily give your voice to things like that. You can easily give your voice to things like that. Then, when you now go and read with the lens of the word of God, you now see a totally different thing and you, you look between the lines, you realize that the thing that looked so nice outside was actually the devil. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Hagar was maltreated by Sarah. This is not a conspiracy theory. The Bible actually said that she was maltreated by Sarah. Not that she was lying. She was actually maltreated by Sarah. Hagar runs away. Human right. Uh, in, in the eye of all human rights, Hagar is right. She's being maltreated, so she goes out. She runs away. Who wants to be maltreated? Nobody wants to be maltreated. So she goes up, an angel appears to her and tells her, go back to your madam. And that is God's verdict. Go back to your madam. You have to be able to tell when God is going to solve your situation versus when God is going to give you grace to stay in it. <laughs> because you need to read between the lines. Sometimes certain um, quests and prayer for freedom cannot be answered by God at a certain time. Is it not God who said He'll give you tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father? God looks at your growth to give you freedom. At least Ghana is a case study, 63 years after independence. Nothing to show for it. Nothing to show for it. Because left to God alone, I, I, I don't think God, God would have given Ghana independence at that time. I don't think so. Because after 63 years, if Ghana was a a human being, 63 years, still in his father's house. (laughs) Yeah, we still go for money. We still go for loans from the people that we sacked. We never sacked them. They were never sacked. They only relocated. (laughs) We are owing them a lot of money. And we must be planning on paying. They create debts for their children. So by the time they are out of office, the people come in. The children they are giving birth to, uh, they, they already came to the world owing. So you might look at Hagar's story and say that Hagar was actually right. But when you read between the lines, the scriptures will now help you say Hagar was supposed to go back in there. This is a Nigerian movie. I know a guy who was, in a, who was staying with a, a woman. The woman never let her children do anything. Most of the time we see these things in Nigerian movies. The woman never let the children do anything. But this particular man came to stay, maltreatment, was cooking all sorts of food. And the the guy said it was so painful at the time. It was so painful at the time. Now, all of them have grown. He's no longer living there, all of them. He's the only one who has turned out well. The rest of all, their lives have all destroyed. Thank God you were maltreated. Today, he can cook all sorts of things. (laughs) One time, Paul said he prayed about something that God should remove. He said, God said, my grace is sufficient for you. There are times God will tell you, swallow it. Take it in. Someone will ask, how do you know the difference between what you are supposed to fight for and what you are supposed to take in? The Holy Spirit will let you know. When you pray, the Holy Spirit will let you know. I remember uh, some years ago, you know, there was a, I won't mention his name, there was a a man of God. No, no, yeah, he's a man of God. But, we were supposed to work to get on something, right? And he was in Kumasi at the time and I was in Accra. And we were having conflicts all the time because of the nature of the work. we were always having conflicts because he feels like I'm coming to encroach his work. You know, so every time it was like that, you know, he was giving me problems with the work. So I decided I was going to pray that God would remove him from there. I pray that God remove it from it so I can have a free course to do my work. So I pulled up my scriptures. So I began to pray. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. You know the song that came out of my mouth. We are heirs of the Father. We are joint with the Son. With the Son, we are children of the kingdom. We are family. We are one. God is telling me we are family. He's not removing him. <laughs> Do you know what? Years after, he became one of my best friends in the wake. So I had to swallow it at the time it was happening. God, there. Eh? Don't think you know him. Oh. Make sure you know him. Don't think you know him. And the scriptures are the only lenses giving us to be able to tell. The scriptures are the only giving us to be able to tell the differences. Is this of God or is this not of God? I always tell you, the way you think God is erratic, the way you think God is erratic is a problem. Look at uh, an, an authority issue like, for example, Moses is going to, you know, bring out God's own people and God says, let my people go. Let my people go. Let my people go. And God tells Moses, go and tell Pharaoh. Shouldn't God kill Pharaoh? Destroy everything and let his people just walk out? He says, Moses, go and ask for permission. And until Pharaoh let them go, they were not going anywhere. Why? They were kept by Egypt, fed in Egypt for free. They can't just go out. God is not a thief. God is not a thief. Pharaoh has to let them go because God recognizes the authority of Pharaoh. So make sure you know God. So go in the scriptures. Always look at your life and look at the scriptures. Am I in line? Well, you know, sometimes you you can be looking on the news, in, in, you know, in times like this, and and pick up ideologies. So you have to look with the lenses of scripture to know where exactly to go and what exactly to do. Where exactly to go and what exactly to do. Now, he said. Writer, go to Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. He said, but strong meat... Okay, let's start from 13, so you get a point. He said, for everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe, All Right? <laughs> I couldn't get into this. I was supposed to get into this when I was teaching on growing unto maturity, but I couldn't get into this. He says... Everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he's a babe. Now remember that he said the scriptures were given to us for instruction in righteousness. So he says the word of righteousness, living in righteousness, living in God, he says the one that uses milk, there's a milk of the word of God, he says that person is unskillful. That means there's a skill with which we handle the word of God. There's a skill with which we handle the word of God. He said, That person is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe. So a babe cannot tell the differences. Now look at verse 14. He says, But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of use, that's what I'm talking about, their practice. Who by practice, the Holy Spirit will now teach those people. It's not just people who have read. He said, strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. Even by even those who by reason of use have their senses, talking about spiritual senses here now, it says exercise to discern both good and evil. So the ability to discern and know where, you know, because God is not in the middle. See, God is not in the middle. Some people think God is fair. He's not fair. He's just, he's different. There's, once somebody can say I can show favor, it's not fairness. Favor means favorites. There's no middle ground. A surprise. God makes choices and let it end there. You have to understand. God makes choices. God, <laughs> God makes choices. Jacob, have I loved? Israel, have I hated? God chose Israel and left every other person and called them Gentile. God makes choices. So he's not in the middle. Where is he? He's on his word. But strongly belong to them now of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So they are able to discern. Those who have their senses exercised are able to discern. Discern. Why is he using discern? It means good and evil are not obvious you would need to discern. Because some things you will call evil might be good. Some things you call good might be evil. So you would need, by reason of use, your senses exercised to discern both good and evil. By God's grace, hardly will I fall into an error about certain things. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. The moment somebody does something and I am immediately very angry at the time, I know that that's not the time to talk. If I act at that time, I'll I'll act on demonic influence. I'm I'm born again. (laughs) But I'll act on demonic influence at the time because the wrath of man, James 1 verse 20, the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So the moment I see that something is... You know, when you go through the internet, all right, and you see things that immediately get you infuriated, be careful. You are being invaded. If it is not what I call holy anger, if it is not about God, about the things of God that, you know, you are, and, and it's not pushing you into prayer, I see. If it's, if it's not pushing you into prayer and it wants to make you act at that time, don't act at the time you make a mistake. You act on demonic influence. So the moment the whole, you know, BLM thing started, the moment it started, I was getting infuriated in the beginning. Because when you go through it, it makes you, nah, why are they killing the people? But as I was getting infuriated, I said, no, let me hold on. <laughs> let me hold on. I'll make a mistake. I'll make a mistake. God calls human beings vessels. That means we can be filled. Question is, what is what is inside? And the devil knows this. So the devil sends you information the same way, information brings you faith, information can bring you fear, information will bring you anger. So you hold on. Hold on. It might look like the obvious. Like, you know, hold on. So today we are going to look at something very, very important. Matthew chapter 13. Let me start by saying, you know, when you go in the Bible, there's a a particular word. The word is strange. The the word strange. The word strange is used many times, especially in the Old Testament. Peter also used it a couple of times. But the word strange, strange, strange. One of the times was used was when the sons of Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu. The Bible says they offered strange fire before the Lord. What's strange fire? Strange fire is fire that was offered to God, a sacrifice offered to God, not commanded by God. So the Bible says God killed them because they offered strange fire. They did not serve God according to the due order, according to the due process, Nadab and Abihu. Strange fire. These are young, mini- young ministers whose ministry were cut short. They were going to be good priests. They were, they were actually priests. And they offered strange fire before God. They didn't ask the old man, Aaron, that how do they offer this thing? And they want to offer strange fire. So it was strange to God. Then you see the Bible again. The Bible talks about a strange woman. Strange woman. and it talks about it gives characteristics of the strange woman what is that showing you? that means God expects that you know that there are certain things that are consistent so you should be able to tell what is not consistent the ability to discern between good and evil God calls it strange that means you should have your eye on the ground to know what is consistent with, with, with God's order you should know what is consistent with God there are things that are not consistent with God Strange. You meet a woman that same night. She goes with you to a house. That's a strange woman. <laughs> not because you saw any vision, or she saw any vision. It's not by any divine edict. Saw you on that day. She followed you to the house. Not to pray. That's a strange woman. Run for your life. Strange. It's strange. You're likely to come back with STDs. That's a strange woman. That, you know, at the, at the time the, the Bible was mentioning it in the, in the scriptures, it talked about strange woman because at that time, you know, a lot, a lot of emphasis was on the women. But they are strange men today. Very strange. The first day they started chatting with you. They said, I like your body. That's a strange (laughs) That's a strange man. Today we'll reveal all of them. I've been praying against them, and when I start praying against you, bala all right So the Bible talks about what is strange. there are things that are strange, and sometimes you might have need the word of God to know what is strange and what's not. You need the word of God to know what is strange. Because I'm sure Nedab and Abihu thought that they were offering the right kind of incense to God. And actually might look like, yeah, this fire, but God says strange fire. God said, this is strange to me. I don't know. It's, it's not, that, that's not how I want it. It's strange. I, I don't know about this fire. Nedab and Abihu offered strange fire to God. I will talk about strange woman. Then, When the children of Israel were coming back to build the walls in the book of Ezra, God told them to leave their strange wives. Strange. The Bible says also that Solomon started serving strange gods. Because of the women that he went into. So when God was telling Solomon, don't follow the women, it's not because of the women. It's because the women he said they will turn your heart. I was saying something jokingly on, with the cell leaders. I said, I'm sure one of the reasons why Jesus was able to resist the temptation in the wilderness was because there was no woman to convince him. Adam was not lucky. Cuz Adam was tempted, second Adam too was tempted. The variable here we are seeing is the woman. Because I'm sure if there was a woman in the wilderness and the devil spoke to the woman, tell Jesus to turn this stone into bread. And the woman said, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think we will need bread? Jesus was alone. Was the he could say no Adam Adam' lucky like he never knew anything by the time they came he realized there was an apple <laughs> and he was to eat it mandatory otherwise he doesn't love it mm. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> so, so God told Solomon, he said, they will turn your heart. That means women have the ability to turn your heart. How did he say it? God told Solomon, he said, he said they will turn your heart. He said they turn his heart after other gods. So Solomon was worshipping God. By the time he realized, one of his wife and kids said, I, you know, you see, Jehovah is not, not the only one you can worship. Let's go to Ashtaroth. Solomon can say no, Gio, but no. By the time he's saying no, one rub on his head. <laughs> and Solomon, so you you, you won't worship pastor. <laughs> That's just by the way. I was not there, so I don't know how. <laughs> Alright, so we go back. Matthew 13, verse 47. Again, Jesus Christ was given a parable. That's the kingdom of heaven. That means, that's the kingdom of God, right? The kingdom of God. Now, this is not outside the kingdom of God. This is in the kingdom of God. So we can say, this is church. This is the kingdom of God. He said, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net. That was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind. Which when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down. Now, make sure you are putting down very, very important things here. Which when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but cast the bad away. Now, hold on. He says this is the kingdom of heaven. He says the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net. That means the kingdom of heaven, at a certain time, when it is full, it is full of good and bad. You can be in a church with good people and at the same time there are bad people in there. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a net. He said, "In that, in there, there can be good and there can be bad." He said, "You know, it's like going for soul winning because we've been going for soul winning, all right? Because we've been going for soul winning, we invite all sort of people. People come to church, good and bad. That's what he said. Why did God say that judgment will begin in the house of God? If everybody was to be good in church, why would judgment begin in the house of God?" He said, when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and began to pick, gathered the good into vessels and cast the bad away. That means there were bad fishes. That's the kingdom of heaven. Jesus Christ gave a lot of parables about the kingdom of heaven. This was one of them. It was one of them. This Christ talked about, you know, the kingdom of heaven was like unto a man that lost a coin. That's also a very beautiful one. A sower went forth to sow beautiful he was talking about the kingdom now at this one we 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 don't read this one we don't read this one because in the kingdom of heaven not outside the kingdom of heaven inside the house of god you can have good people you can have bad people you need to open your eyes god says discern let me tell you something it's a it's a warning there's some of you if you don't listen to what i'm saying three years time you'll not be a christian When we talk to you, listen. When we talk to you, listen. Which one was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered the good into vessels. You know what the Bible says about Cain? First John chapter 3, verse 12, let me show you. Cain. He said, not as Cain. Who was of that wicked one? Hold on. It didn't say Cain was the wicked one. Pay attention. He didn't say Cain was the wicked one. He said Cain was of that wicked one. Now, two guys who were born by the same parents. Then he says Cain was of the wicked one. That means the lifestyle of Cain, you could tell the devil. Jesus Christ said, he told the disciples, he said, have I not chosen two of you and one of you is a devil? How? Because Jesus Christ said, by their fruits you shall know them. I I like what a young lady wrote one time. She said, she's definitely going to marry a CYC guy. Why? Because of how, you know, when you come, you see how they are passionate, they are praying and all that. But be careful, because there are bad ones in there. And there are many. That's strange. There are bad ones inside there. I'm depressed, come and visit me. You you don't listen to Pastor Enoch. You don't listen to Pastor Enoch, You can't say that. What's wrong with you? You should tell the person you don't listen to Pastor Enoch. Tell the person, go and listen to Growing Up to Maturity. Someone who who can tell you that kind of nonsense, that that I'm depressed, come to my house, come and visit me. I'm going through something. You will go through it. (laughs) I told the story of how, one day, my mom beat me I was a kid. My mom beat me so much, I said, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) And I told the story, my mom beat me. She beat me so much, I said, I'm going to kill myself. So even me, I was not sure if I was really going to kill myself. (laughs) So I took a knife, and I did this. (laughs) So she came out of the bathroom. She came out of the bathroom and saw me holding a knife. Oh! <laughs> oh, I thank God for my mom. Oh, Then she held the knife. I brought <laughs> that. Ah! 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 saw Ah!
1: I'm
0: going through something, so the lady must come and visit you. Don't you have a cell leader? And mm. some ladies to fall for that stupid trick. Who are you to visit him? Who are you? I'm antidepressant. <laughs> An anti-depressant, strange woman. <laughs> You are not the Holy Ghost. You're not the Holy Ghost. Now, when I share these kind of things with you, sometimes I I I, I one of the things I seek to do is I seek to try to, to fill you in where I made mistakes. Because there's no point in me making a mistake while I'm growing and I grow up and I, I you make the same mistake. There's no point. Everything I went through is supposed to shorten your, your road with God. said, Cain was of the devil. So there are certain characteristics. If, you, for example, you are, you, you know, you, you, are, you are opposing what I'm saying as I'm talking right now, you are of the devil. How, how do we know? They're characteristic. Psalm 23. Now, when God was talking in, um, to Moses during the time Miriam and Aaron were blaspheming against Moses and speaking against Moses, one of the things God said was, if there's a prophet among you, I'll speak to him in dreams and visions. Then he also used the same word, dark speeches. Dark speeches. He said, I'll speak to him in, in visions and dreams. He says, and also in dark speeches. What are dark speeches? They're what we call the prophetic similitudes. And God did that a lot in the Bible, where he, because... I told you before. I said the testimony of God is in nature. The same way, the testimony of man can be found in animals. That's why you will see a lot of um, when God is trying to do a lot of similarities. He's trying to explain the way man behaves. Look, look at this. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul. Are you seeing? There's a similitude. Prophetic similitude now as the deer, that's why you see people say, I saw a vision and a horse was riding, and the horse I saw green grass. You understand? Then what's he sowing? God is sowing So he says, Um, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their and they shall mount up with wings like what eagles. So he said, The testament of man can be found in animals, that's why it was possible for man's sins to be atoned with a lamb. So animals that you see walking there like that, they are not just like that, they are not empty like that. How, how, how was it possible that Jesus Christ cast out a devil from a man and went into pigs? Animals are not empty like that. When an animal's blood is spilled, it means something. It's not as empty as you think. It's not as empty as you think. It's not as empty as you think. As empty as you think. So, there are dark speeches. So, you you have to look at how God is doing explanations with animals, then you begin to check. What is God saying? What is God saying to me? What is God saying? See? Because God is trying to explain characteristics. And we might never be able to understand the characteristics Also, probably he uses animals that we see and know to understand the characteristics he, he's, he's, he's trying to give us. So you'll see throughout the scriptures, God's people were always liking to sheep. Psalm 23 verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. That means you are automatically a sheep. Sheep. Isaiah 53, all we like sheep have gone astray. So Israel was likened to sheep. Jesus Christ said, I'm sending you to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So God's people are always likened to sheep. So, you have to sit down and observe the characteristics of sheep. The Lord is my shepherd means I am a sheep, which means I can be led. So, we're going to look at certain strange animals now that are inside the house as well. You will find some of them. Remember what he said in Matthew chapter 13? He said, He cast a net and caught all sorts of fishes. So, there are different kinds of animals. Different kinds of animals. So let's look at some of the... And, and as I'm talking now, you might find yourself as part of these strange animals. You have to shipify sheep, yourself. <laughs> the moment you see that, hey, no, where I am? I'm, a, I'm, I'm being this. And you have to now change your... your DNA. Because Cain was a son of Adam. Yet, the Bible says he was of the evil one. You can be in the house of God and be of the evil one. Twelve disciples who work closely with our Lord and Master Jesus. Jesus Christ, have I not chosen twelve and one of you is a devil? Judas betrayed Jesus. Peter betrayed Jesus. Why did Jesus go back for Peter? There was a difference between the two people. One was a sheep, one was not. Remember, when Jesus Christ said he's going to leave the 99 for one, it was the sheep. If it's an animal, you let him go. <laughs> I'm telling you today. I'll show you why. It was the sheep. Because when he leaves the 99, the sheep will still be together. You've never seen sheep. Where the shepherd is going, boom, 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 Shepherd stop, they all stop. I don't know if they are 21st century sheep who are different. When he leaves the 99 and go for the other one, he will see the other one and bring him back. You can't meet the 99 is waiting for him. You don't try that with goats.
1: <laughs>
0: so, the first strange animal I'm talking about is the goat, Matthew 25. Someone tells you that I'm having depression, come and visit me. So, brother, I think we can speak in tongues on the phone. Don't think you are anything. What do you think you are? That you are going to do what? In Matthew chapter 25, Jesus Christ talked about the sheep, separating the sheep from the goats. See. Talked about separating the sheep from the goats. In the Bible, there are goats and there are sheep. Give us 31. Matthew 25 verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. Verse 32. He says, And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate one another from one another as a shepherd divided his sheep from his goats. When you, you, you read the scriptures, you see the different times he separated the wheat from the tares. The sheep from the goats. Let's talk about periodic judgment, Alright, So that number one is the goats. What is the characteristics of the goats? Let's look at the goats. The goats that are in the kingdom of heaven. The goats that are in church. The goats. They are not sheep. I'm telling you, they are not sheep. They just come to church. They are goats. They are goats. What are the some of the things they do? Goats are stubborn, stubborn, disobedience. Yes. Disobedience. One day I wrote something on my status and I wish and I hope it was read. I said, so there are some people. You will tell them, listen, I think this relationship is not going anywhere. Stop it. They won't mind you. You are not the first to do it actually. Many men of God have complained about this that people are ready to listen to them for anything. I've I've seen it before. People, I remember I had a, I had a member. Actually, see why this is not the first church I've started. Actually, I, I just don't know how people I made, I, started, I won't say it where it was. I started church. Yeah. And it was doing well. I had a member. She listened to me in everything. She got involved in a relationship. I told her this one. She said she's not coming to the church again. No, this is not strange. You tell the person. Listen, I think this thing is not going somewhere. It's not going anywhere. Oh we'll go. Disobedience. No problem. No problem. The painful part is that when you go and hit and come back, God will still tell us to forgive you. <laughs> yeah, that's the most painful part. But you could have avoided all the things that you go through because of things like that. I said, look, let me tell you something, and I'm not shy to say it. If I'm in any relationship. And my pastor says, "I think you should stop it. Look, I don't need a breakup message. That is the message. <laughs> I have ended. He have
1: ended.
0: <laughs> Relationship are finished from that day. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter what I'm feeling. Do you understand? My feelings are not part here. When has following God been about feelings?" No, no. What, what, what does feelings have to do with sacrificing your son? Father God has nothing to do with feelings. Most of God's instructions to you will be counter your feelings. That's why there's a reward. Counter your feelings. i tell you that. Stop this one. You will not go. You don't know what we have seen. Who's trying to end your relationship? i want everybody to my... I want everybody to be happy. Why, why would I want to stop it? What do I gain? I say, I say ha. tell Pastor, Pastor. I remember some years ago, I, I was doing, was, I said, I'm going to tell Pastor Lisa. Tell Pastor Lisa. I was, I was quite young. Though. Tell Pastor Lisa. But I thought, there's nothing wrong with it. Of course, there's nothing wrong with it. Other people my age who went to see it, Oh, yeah, okay, that's okay. I go and marry. I went to see her. She asked me, do you have PCDL? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know PCDL? You should know PCDL. Pastor Chris Digital Library, she asked me, do I have it on my phone? It's like, you are not busy. <laughs> that's what she was trying to tell me, it's like, you are not busy. I said, do you have PCDL? I think you should be listening to PCDL. <laughs> I was trying to tell her my age because because I came to church as a teenager, she might still be thinking I'm still a teenager at the time. So I was like, no, my age. Go not leave my face. (laughs) Oh, bless God for that woman of God. Uh. The me you see today. That was one of the coaches God gave me. She will not preach any dangerous message to you, but she will coach you. She coached my life. She coached my life because as a young man and as a young man of God, there are so many things you might want to do. You need someone to be able to stop you. If at this level of ministry, for somebody like Prophet Ubert Angel, he still says that he thanks God that God gave him someone like Pastor Chris to be able to stop him. Learn sense. I need someone to stop me. Because there was a time I got a lot of money. I said, I, I don't know why I was always telling her it was the mercy of God. Because honestly, I shouldn't tell her. I told, I told Pastor, Pastor Lisa, please, I, I, I want to go and rent a place away from my parents, you know. I want to go and rent a rent. He said, hey, You know, you are not going anywhere. And I could have left the place and gone to rent. She wouldn't know. But what she said, that is it. We have entered the argument. How I feel about it does not matter. Hey, I thank God. That I didn't go and rent. At that time, I would have had like six children by now. You there, when I'm saying, be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. And Tabaruna has <laughs>
1: I'm
0: telling you something, you are doing your own. Married for us to see. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Nobody wants to stop you. Nobody wants to stop you. Take your time. Take your time. And listen. Listen to counsel. For me, I don't com- comment about relationships. So I don't comment. If you come and tell me, Pastor, please. i Hmm. <laughs> mm. One girl came to see me. Pastor, you tell me I will listen. No, you won't. You won't. No, you won't. Goats. They have a tendency of what is called unpersuadableness. You know one thing about sheep? They are easily entreated. Easily, oh, let's go here. Sheep will follow you. Oh, let's go there. Sheep will follow you. Gods are not easily entreated. Let's go. The fact that you are saying you are going, the God could have been going there. But the fact, <laughs> he's going there, the fact that he's going there, you are not coming to make him go there, that's why he will not go. And there are people like that. Everything Pastor is preaching, he was coming to give offering. But because Pastor said offering, why are they always talking about offering? Just leave the church. Why? Gods. <laughs> Unpersuadableness. Bible talks about them in Hebrews chapter 4. The children of Israel were supposed to be sheep. The Bible says that they could not make it to the promised land because of unpersuadableness. The word unbelief there was not unbelief. It is unpersuadableness. They could not be entreated by God. They could not be entreated by God. There's one thing about me. I thank God for that. Easily entreated. Easily entreated. If God asks me to give something and it's so difficult for me to give it, God knows that he just needs to talk a little more. Maybe it's not, I don't really feel like doing, and God said, give it, give it. But the, the third time God is saying it, I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone. Even now I've gone past, I don't hear it three times again. Now once I move, I move, I move quickly. God asked me to do something. What am I thinking about? What am I thinking about? What am I thinking about? As in ten, with Lord, you talk, we move. Lord, you talk, we, easily entreated. Easily entreated. It's a sign of humility. Easily entreated. Your leader says, we are doing this and we move. Your leader says, we are doing this, you move. Your leader says, you are doing this, you move. Of course, doing what we are supposed to do, not something else. We are doing this. We are moving toward building projects. We move, we move. You might not have it. When you move, you see it. You might not have it. When you move, you will see it. They are coats. They are goats. Stop born. Anything that we are doing, they don't do it. Anything we are doing, they, are, they don't do it. Stop born. Let me tell you something. I can only speak to you as somebody who has been around for a while. Those who were doing something years ago are still the people doing something today. Those who are doing nothing. They are still the people doing nothing. Those who are doing something years ago, they are still the people doing something today. Those who are doing nothing. You know what I'm talking about. Those who are doing nothing that time. They are still people doing nothing. Nothing has changed though. Nothing has changed. The same way I have been years ago. is the same way I am. Maybe grown in grace, in the knowledge of God, many things. But same way. Same way. Same way. Same way. Those times, weekday all nights. I'll be calling Pastor Becky, Pastor Paula, I'll be calling them weekday. Those times were Sister Becky, you know, we're all young, young, I'll call them weekday all night. We'll finish everybody goes to work or school. I'm still having weekday on night last night. I had weekday all night. I'm not changed though. <laughs> the same people, the same things. No, I like got easily entreated. If I want to do something, contrary, and my pastor comes and says, no, don't go this way, don't go that way, that is the change. you understand? We have changed. We are moved. I say we are moved. I don't have any, any business. I personally, I don't talk to people and say, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't show int- personal interest in people, some people's lives. Like, okay, you, I don't think you should date now. I don't think you should date now. I don't think you should date. I don't, show, I, I don't really do that. But there are certain people, I, I do that. They are not up to 10. I do that. I tell them and tell you. Then if I tell you and you disregard me, you never hear any counsel from me again never hear any counsel from me again. If I talk to you and don't listen, and I, f- I figure out you didn't listen, you will never hear any counsel from me again. Tell me, it's it's as, as though they have used being single to, you know, curse them. Like, they can't be single. They've been cursed <laughs> to singleness. They just can't be single. Why can't you be single? Why? Don't you have anything doing? Don't you have any books reading? Can, are you not bettering yourself? Is there not something going on in your life? Aside, uh, hello, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. Have you eaten? No, I've eaten. Give me some. I'll not give you some. <laughs> hang up. will not you hang up? Oh, no, you hang up. Yo, you, you hang up. <laughs> hey, then we will not leave today. If you will not hang up, then we will not go away today. Then, hey, you, I mean, I'm telling you, we will not leave here today. Then true, true. For the next one, hour, who is hanging up, is now keeping a pull-up. <laughs> Another strange animal. Let's go to the next strange animal. Strange animal. Be there. Be there. Saying, Yes, say, shake it. Say, shake it. And don't be making changes. You're only saying, shake it. Just so nobody will know that you are the one we are talking to. <laughs> the second one, Philippians chapter 3, verse 2. BEWARE OF DOGS! (laughs) You see that thing they've been writing on people's houses, beware of dogs. They copied it from the Bible. Copied it from the Bible. You thought it's not in the Bible, is there? Beware of dogs. Dogs. Another set of animals that are inside the house. Because when they say beware of dogs, like Pastor Chris said, they're not talking about dogs outside. It's not beware of dogs walking outside the street. Dogs inside the house. I mean, God knows there are dogs inside. There are dogs inside. I said the kingdom of heaven, Jesus Christ said that it's like a net. God is aware that there are different animals inside. Too. Yeah, so God is aware that as church is growing and church is becoming fuller, God knows that there are bad ones inside. And doesn't matter how many, how, how many years they've been in church. They are of the evil one. Beware of dogs. They are dogs. Beware of evil workers. The, the Greek word there is mischief Mischief makers. The dogs, mischief. They always have some mysterious, strange ideology about the church and what is supposed to be done. Mischief. We have to investigate where Pastor Enoch is taking on the partnership. Mischief. (laughs) All the offerings, where does it go to? Let's know. We need to stand for our rights. Mischief makers. As people come forward to give their tithe, they are calculating. If everybody gives 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10.
1: <laughs>
0: I have no obligation to explain to you what offering does, whatever it is, or whatever it is. But <laughs> the offering church is not anything at all. You know what you give. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you give, so so you know. Even we're counting on you, chair to not hold. Because <laughs> you don't have anything. Why are you calculating other people's own? Mischief makers. Beware of dogs. One character of, of dogs is back. Always talking. Always talking about what they're not supposed to talk about. Mischief makers. You know one of the things about dogs... When you read, we have to know the characters of the dogs is talking about by the context. So he says, beware of the concession. Then verse 3, says, for we are the circumcision which worship God in spirit and rejoice in, in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. That means these dogs were always preaching a counter message. Anything Paul will preach, they preach a counter message. They have another, no, no, no. What pastor said the last time is not really the accurate thing to say, you know, you know. You know, what actually, you know, is the real thing is, you know. For example, you know, you know I've, I, I, I've, I've heard one or two things. But I knew, I knew it was going to happen. Because, you know, I've been serving God for a while, so I know. I know it's going to happen. There's people who come to church, and after church, they see people and say, I have a prophecy for you, call me. Prophecy for you. If in CYC I believe in your prophetic ministry, I'll give you a microphone. So anybody I've not given microphone and endorse as somebody to listen to, don't listen to the person, God will not be angry with you. If I give a person microphone, it means I believe in what God has given the person. You can listen to him. Pastor Claude climbs, you can listen to Pastor Claude. And he's so trained, he will not catch you anywhere behind and say that I have a prophecy for you. He will not do it. <laughs> and say, oh, is it not, is it not... You know the, the gifts of the Spirit. We just allow the gifts of the Spirit. That was the problem of the Corinthian church. So Paul had to write to them and said, "Let all things be done in decency and order." And let me tell you something: those kind of things are not costly in a smaller gathering. When the church begins to grow, those things become costly. When the church begins to grow, those things become costly. There, we we'll have to see more and more order. Because when you don't see more and more order, people will become unruly. Beware of dogs. There are people who went into church like that, and their own is to scatter the church. Scatter the brethren. telling you so that your eyes will open and that you begin to discern. And let me tell you something. Being spiritual to you should be more important than keeping a friend. You know, some people think that if somebody says something and, and you oppose it in church or you go to snitch the person to pastor, in, in the eyes of the world, it is you are cool, you are chile-chile, boys, boys, boys. With God, it's not like that. Joseph was a snitch of his brothers. That's one of the reasons they killed him. When you read the Bible, he snitched his brothers to the father. Because the wisdom that God is giving you is that, be your father's favorite, not your brother's favorite. Did you hear that? Be your father's favorite, not your brother's favorite. Hmm. You are sitting among people. The minute they start gossiping our pastor pastor, just tell them, I would like you to know the pastor. I not go hear what you people are saying <laughs> over here. I'm telling you the truth. No, don't hide it. Don't later come and say, you are gossiping. Pastor Enoch, no, 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 I'm teaching you how to be spiritual. This is how spirituality is done. This is how to be spiritual. That everything you Either you tell them, please, I would like you to know that let us stop what we are discussing here right now. If they continue, you are doing yourself over spiritual. I would like you to know that Pastor Enoch is going to hear everything that is going on. And when you feel, even you can call the Pastor Enoch. Some people have been saying something. I would like you to hear what they are saying. It will solve so many problems. Yet still, what I've said, some people still not do. And what will happen? The Bible says that a wise person stops gossip. It ends with him. A wise person, the gossip ends with him. The unwise one will say, hey, have you heard? Have you heard? Let us pray for pastor. Because this and this and that. And it's not prayer. Because no prayer meeting will come on that day. It is let us pray for pastor. That is the prayer. (laughs) The let us pray for pastor. That is the prayer of the day. And at the end of the day, they wanted to do one thing; they wanted to pass on the information. They are of the evil one. Beware of dogs. Counter message. Counter message. Because Paul was talking about the circumcision, which worship God and have no confidence in the flesh. That means these dogs, these people, is calling dogs evil workers. He said those people were coming and always preaching something different from what Paul was teaching. Paul said in the book of Galatians, he said if any, he said if even an angel comes down. And preaches any gospel that is contrary to what I have taught you. He said, let that person be accursed. I remember many years ago, there was this woman. I was going, I was I was having soul winning, and I met her. And she said she's a prophetess. Now she was very, very poor, and I'm not laughing at her, you know, because there are people, you know, sometimes some people are yet to come to the knowledge of certain things. Very, very broke. Very well. In fact, I had to give uh, her children some of the money I was having to go and eat. It was very well. And what I was trying to share with her, because at that time, I started learning some things about financial prosperity. I was trying to share with her about, I think you should give your tithe out. Because I started learning these things. I was telling her, this one won't let me talk. She won't let me talk. That, oh, they are suffering now. Abba. You know, because you know? she was telling me, I've now come into Christ, so I don't know a lot. She said, See, one time she was walking, and the Lord told her she should enter Flagstaff House and go and pray with all the soldiers over there. You see, unruly. There's no prophetic ministry like that. So I could tell the reason why she's where she is. She's unruly. She's unruly. I remember one time, Pastor, pastor was telling us that, you know, one time he was in the office, and one woman walked to the office, the church office. She asked a word from the Lord for the pastor of this church. Are you crazy? I don't know who sent him. Are you crazy? I don't know who sent him. There are voices that God sends to you. You have to know those voices because you cannot follow everything. The Bible says, when he talked about, he gave us, he gave gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. They said that you, now not being true again, being tossed to and fro, he said by every wind of, Doctrine is that and, and the slight of men. Give me the Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. It says, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect but unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Verse 14. He said that we for be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So the reason why he gave you an apostle is that so that nobody will come and deceive you. The reason why I gave you a prophet is that not a contrary voice will not come from outside to come and deceive you. So listen to the one God has sent to you. There are voices that when you listen to, you connect with. There are voices that brought you into, into what God has called you to do. The people who, who, who say things, you no, know, pastor, from the first day I heard you, my life transformed. That is a voice God has sent you. Don't look at the person that is a young person. That is a voice God has sent to you. I'd been to, I'd roamed around many churches. The first day I sat under Pastor B. When I heard him teach, I said, Ha! Who is this man? That is a voice sent to me. That was a voice sent to me. And check how you, you, you grow spiritually when you listen. You know, no, and 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 let me use this to say this, you know. There are certain people, you know, you you you've come to a place. Your heart bears witness that this way you are supposed to be. You say, oh, I want to come, but I am a, a Presbyterian. There's nothing wrong with Presby. But you are saying you're a Presbyterian. Meanwhile, you don't go. <laughs> Someone said, my mother church. What's that? Is that? in the Bible. <laughs> my mother church is not. Some so people tell them, you know, you were born over here. Stay over here. There's nothing like that. We follow the cloud, not the crowd. <laughs> the cloud. Where God's leading is. When you go to a place and you have noticed notice the form, the day you got there, you were growing. Stay there. Stay there. Clay soil is not a bad soil because it can grow rice. But orange seed will not grow there. So the problem is not the soil. The problem is not the seed. The problem is the location. Stay with the voice God gives you. You know, because when you, don't, when you don't put, you know, the Bible talks in the book of Joel, when it talks about an army that is coming, what he said is that none of them will break their ranks. One of the secrets of, of, of our church, one of the secrets of our, our church is the unity of purpose. The unity of purpose. When Christ is supposed to do something, all of them put their all into it. Watch out for, 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 for the dogs in the Austrian department. Because yes, there are some people, anytime you're supposed to do something, that's when they, they have a different thing they want to do. What's that? You don't, need that? You're making the work of the leader difficult. Everybody's supposed to wear. I'm just using Ocean as an example. I'm not saying they are like that. I know they are amazing people. Everybody supposed to wear yellow and green. You know that a color combination is not nice. But they said uh, Ocean is wearing yellow and green. You know that, ah, how can I wear this? How can I wear this? How can I wear this? Now never wear this kind of thing. Then because that day you wore something else. Humble yourself <laughs> under the mighty hand of God. Wear the yellow and green. Join everybody to wait. Let us all come and let's say, ah, it was not nice. Then we all laugh at ourselves. We go home. <laughs> we have achieved something. We have, do you know what you have achieved that day? You have achieved another step close to persuadableness. The day it will be important for you to be persuaded. You will not miss it. Like, for example, some people miss the opportunity to be entreated by the Holy Spirit. The day he told them, don't eat wachi. They ignored it. They didn't know that as you keep going, there are other higher instructions that will come, but you lost an opportunity to move a step closer to being persuadable. One of the key things about us is the unity of purpose. And Jesus Christ, uh, and and God talked about it, He said, These people are one, and all of them have one voice, and nothing shall be restrained from them what they have imagined to do. So, being one is important. The Holy Ghost did not come on the day of Pentecost until all of them were in one accord. So, the unity is always important. He t- talk about the army in the book of Joel. He said none of them break their ranks. The order is, is required. And because of that order, as the, as the general commander of CYC, when I say we move, every, we move and everybody is, is, is shocked by the impact. Everybody says, ah, how people? Till today, till today, since lockdown, we don't do flyer for our services. Yet, people are always there. Numartical night. We didn't have flyer. Yet, people were everywhere. No flyer. We didn't even publicize it. Everybody, Everywhere was full. Why? Because we were under the ground and the soldiers were working under the ground under instructions. Under order. We didn't have to make noise everywhere. Because when I noticed that people were coming for me on the internet, I knew something. I need to protect you people. That's why I had to know that I need to go off. I need to protect you people. Because it's not good for you. Because... I might my just come unnecessarily on you. There are times that there's a time that I will come on you. All right? And that has to happen involuntarily. But when you have the chance to hide, always hide. So when I have the opportunity to hide, I hide. For so many for so for years, I was not putting my face on flyer. I was looking for an opportunity to hide. Because premature exposure into ministry can end you soon. We just want to be popular. You don't know Ministry is a long road, though. Careful, 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 careful. Another strange animal is brood of serpents. <laughs> brood of serpents. I will not have the time to go into all the scriptures, but let me see what is it. Jesus Christ talked about the brood of serpents in Matthew chapter 23, I think, 23. In Matthew of 23, Jesus Christ talked about he was talking to Pharisees and said they were brood of serpents. Find it for me. There were three times Jesus Christ referred to them as brood of serpents. There were three times he referred to them as brood of serpents. Um, But one of the main ones was Matthew chapter 20, where he talked about, he said they were brood of serpents and he said they killed the prophets. Now, these Pharisees are Jews. Why are they not sheep? Why are they not sheep? But Jesus Christ referred to them as snakes. And let me tell you what the snakes do. Psalm 140 To the chief musician a psalm of David Deliver me O Lord from the evil man preserve me from the violent man verse 2 which imagine mischiefs in their hearts continually are they gathered together for war verse 3 they have sharpened their tongues like a serpent a poison is under their lips the serpents they speak blasphemous words about men of God because over here, he says that the serpents have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Now, David was a man of God. He said the violent man has sharpened his mouth and is, 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 is biting him. He's being venomous. Speaking words. Speaking words. So Jesus Christ talked about, about the Pharisees and said, you are a brood of serpents. And he says, you, 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 you have filled up the measure of your fathers. He said Jerusalem, the city that kills their prophets. Is how I wish to gather you like an hen. Oh, their work as serpents, their words, their words, their words, their words. They spoke and their tongues were sharpened like serpents. Careful of people who use words that they are not supposed to use in church. Run up for your life. Run for your life. Run for your life! We've talked about the goat, talk about the dog, talk about the serpent. I talk about the fourth one, and I will continue with the rest. Wolves, wolves! Acts chapter twenty, verse twenty-eight. Take heed there unto. They said, "Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock." Over which the Holy Ghost had made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he had purchased with his own blood. Verse 29, he says, For I know this that after my departing, shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not outside. You. He said, they, they, will not, they will not catch you outside. You. He said, After my departure, I said, Grievous wolves enter in among you. He said, Not sparing the flock. Verse 30. So of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. That is what the wolves do. The wolves, the wolves, the wolves. Pastor told you that if anybody wants to date anybody in church, he said, come and see me. The, the wolf will tell you that ah we we just started. Why should I go and see pastor? You know what he's telling you? He's telling your pastor is a fool for saying that, and I'm wiser than all of them. When I'm saying things like that, I'm protecting you, especially the ladies, I'm talking to you. When I say things like that, I am protecting you. Is you I'm protecting. If they say, you should do talking stage before you come and tell pastor. Don't I know that they're supposed to be talking stage before you come and tell pastor? <laughs> they know what they are doing. <sighs> then later something will happen and you can, after two years you will leave church because why? Your album is everywhere. <laughs> you. And the parent tells you, don't let anybody try to belittle the, the wisdom of your man of God. He said those people draw people after themselves. So what? They should stop listening to the man of God and now start listening to you. Because will say that, oh, you know, what are we going to tell pastor? That we are talking or what? Yeah. What tell pastor that you said you are interested. So we all know. Yeah, what? We all know. Why are you hiding it? Anything wrong? No, anything the matter. Why are you hiding it? Tell us. No, we are here. Tell us. We want to know what is wrong. Tell us the truth. We want to know. And I keep saying it. All the people you are seeing are doing well, are doing well, do well. well. The likes of every girl. When they all wanted to get into relationships, I'm not against it. They came to see me. I said, okay, go ahead. You, okay, dude, you wait. You, go ahead. Okay, have you seen anybody? What do you think? All right, hold on. I'm helping. I'm guiding them. Guiding them. Because there are certain things I know about certain guys you don't. When you come and tell me, I will help you. Because both of you are my members, I will not choke into you. I will just tell you that hold on. Because why, 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 why will people come to church and now their lives have been ruined by coming to God? Because of God's people. And not knowing they were not sheep, they were wolves. Grievous wolves. (laughs) Other, Other verses say vicious wolves. They are wolves. Jesus Christ called them wolves in sheep clothing. And he actually called them the same name, Grievous Wolves again. He said they are wolves, eh? And they come in sheep clothing. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> he said when they come, they are like sheep. So you'll be following. You think, oh, we are all, we are all one. We are all one. We are all one. We are all one. You want to date for seven years? Why? Hold, can't you? Okay, wait. What is the problem? Can't you be single? What is it? Just be single. Just be there. Enjoy your God. Do the work of God. At the appointed time, God will step in. You will not miss your timing. Are you, are you listening to me? You will not miss your timing. The, you see, the, the, the mistakes I made, I don't want people to make. Oh, pastor, we also make our own mistakes so that we can also learn from our... Congratulations. Move. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm concerned a lot of a lot of time. I'm rather concerned because there are some people they ask they are goats, so you know. And Jesus Christ never said that the goats might become sheep. No, no. There are people who are goats. They're just goats. And at the end, Jesus Christ said he shall separate the goats from the sheep. So I'm fine. All right. So now we can be allowing them to come to church. That's fine. But we'll separate the goats from the sheep later. But you that there are some people who are genuinely sheep. And they have a good mind. As they came to church, they feel like church should be safer. So if maybe they would have been on their guard in, in outside, in church they lower the guards more. Not the drama guard, it's guard. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they lower down, they the guard a little because they think that oh, this is church. And that's what I'm trying to tell you that Jesus Christ said, even him, the King of Heaven, that he is the head. He said there are bad fishes inside. How much, me? So there are bad fishes. Quiet. So what do you do? What do you do? Follow the shepherd. Are you listening? Follow the shepherd. That's where your safety is. I've told you. I've told you. If if you are dating and your girlfriend asks you that, so if your pastor said you should break up, will you break up? No, 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 no. You should not break up for that question. <laughs> I said you should not break up for that question that has been asked. How can you ask that question? question. It's a strange question. It's a strange question. We don't ask those questions here. Strange. 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 The sheep. Go back to Psalm 23. This is what happens for the sheep. This is what happens for the sheep. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You shall not want in your life. I said, that's what happens with the sheep. Those who are sheep who listen, he said, they shall not want. They shall not want. Always there's divine provision for the sheep. Those who listen. Those who listen. One of my my secrets to prosperity is listening to my pastor. Why? If ye be willing and what? Obedient. Because some people are willing, they are not obedient. Willing to be Rich. Everybody wants to be rich. But some people are not obedient. Some are also obedient, but they are not willing. Anything they tell us, we'll do it. Anything they tell us, they'll do it. But they are not willing. But he said, this combination, if you be willing and obedient, he said, you shall eat the good of the land. You will eat the good of the land. You, If you are a sheep, you will eat the good of the land. He said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. The sheep always lie down in green pastures. The sheep always lie down in green pastures. They lie down in green pastures. He leaded me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness. The shepherd will lead you in the path of righteousness. He said, for his name's sake, not even because of you, for his name's sake. He he has taken upon himself to be your shepherd. Now, all your victory lies on him because he's your shepherd. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies, the sheep. Thou anointed my head with oil. He said, my cup runneth over. Surely. Someone say surely. Someone say surely. Surely. Goodness and mercy. Goodness and Mercy Goodness and Mercy shall Follow Me All the Days Of My Life All the Days Of Your Life I said All the Days Of Your Life I said All The Days Of Your Life Goodness and Mercy Shall Follow You All the Days Of Your Life and You will Dwell In The House Of The Lord You Will Dwell In The House Of The Lord You Will Live in The House Of The Lord Nobody Will Take You Out Of The House Of The Lord I said, Nobody will take you out of the house of the Lord. Nobody will take you out of the house of the Lord. No grievous move will take you out of the house of the Lord. No grievous move will take you out of the house of the Lord. You will dwell in the house of the Lord. You will flourish in church. You will flourish in church by the power of the Holy Spirit.